It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season four, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. What's up, Punk Rock Classrooms? It is Mike, Principal Extraordinaire out of Lansing, Illinois, and I am super excited to be bringing you the first Punk Rock Reflection of Season 4. Yep, I drew the long stick to get to do my reflection first. Now, we were just, Josh and I were talking, and I was like, I I got something I can talk about. So, I'm here bringing you reflection number one of season four. Super excited. So if you if you're if you're caught up on the episodes, you know that last week season four kicked off. Josh and I did a really fun episode uh, uh, talking about like our favorite memories of going back to school, of starting the school year. We talked about what those memories were when we were students. We talked about those favorite memories when we were both classroom teachers. And then now, because Josh has transitioned into an assistant principal role, we've talked about our favorite memories, yeah, because the school years both started for us, of starting school as administrators. So we kind of wanted to keep that theme going with our reflections. You know, Josh is going to do something similar um, in two weeks when he drops his reflection. So for mine, you know, we've been in school for a week and a half. We just completed our first full week. We're going into our second full week. You know, this will be, you know, the day that this episode drops is going to be um, day nine of our school year. Our school year has started off amazing. It is honestly, like many educators, probably the first time it's felt, if you've been doing this for a while, it's felt like a normal start to the school year, right? And it's nice. It's good. And, you know, we had a, an amazing couple of days of institute when, when the staff came back together in our building. And, it, you know, we were back in the library. We weren't all spaced out in the gym. You know, of course, we're still being cautious. We know that the pandemic's still happening. But, you know, it's it, it was nice to kind of have that team closeness and do some team building activities and just kick off the year like we've always kicked it off. And for me, it it felt very much like years of the past before the pandemic when we had this all-in mentality. And it wasn't people getting frustrated and weighed down and bogged down by all of these little nuances that, that are happening in, edu- in education. Same thing when the students came back. We hold our open house. We always hold our open house um, the day before the students' first day, and that's so the kids can come. They can drop their materials off. So day one's an easy transition. They just kind of walk in. They already know the building. They've met their teacher. They've seen some classmates. And, you know, being the building leader, I've always strived to make the beginning of the school year a celebration. It should be something exciting. So we've got... You know, music playing outside. We've, we're giving away free books. We've got a selfie station. We've got chalk out there to chalk the walk. We have kids and parents doing amazing art chalk, art chalk work on the building, on the sidewalks. And it's just a lot of fun celebrating us coming back together, celebrating the start of another amazing school year. 
So I've been thinking a lot about, I want to reflect on, and I've got some blogs coming out there and focus on this, how infectious, how contagious, how exciting the start of a school year can be and how us as educators, we need to keep that momentum going. We need to keep that excitement, that contagious feeling of wanting to be at school and have fun at school and work together all year long. Now, I know that's not a reality because things happen, you know, as as the year goes on and we're seeing it already with eight days in, you start to see, you know, some kids coming out of their shell and sometimes it's for the good, but sometimes it's not. You start to see some parents, you know, maybe they're not as fun and welcoming as they were as the opening day. You start to see learning deficits or where your kids really are because now you're getting into curriculum and standards and you're starting to see where they're at. You're starting to see the social-emotional needs that need to be met first before we can get to those academics. So I know sometimes it's hard to keep that 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 excitement going. And I'm not going to lie. There's been there's a few times this week, Thursday and Friday, towards the end, where I was starting to feel it. I started to feel that pull, that drag already. And it kind of scared me because I don't want to be dragged down this early in the year. So let me go to today. And this was not part of my reflection, but this came to me as I was running this morning. I'm training for this my sixth Chicago Marathon. Um, I haven't run a full 26.2 miles and you know, since before the pandemic, probably three years, four years. So it's been rough, you know. Um, Today I was out doing a 16-mile run. I got out later than I wanted to, so there was a lot more heat. There's a lot more humidity. Um, My plan was I was going to do 12 miles solo, come home, refuel, pick up my wife, go finish, do the last four together. That's what we've been doing for my long runs. Well, I came home at mile 10. Um... And I, w- I was hurting, you know. I, I had gone through my water miles ago. I'd already done a goo pack, a sport bean pack. Uh, I came home, chugged a Gatorade, chugged some water, had some sports, more sports beans. Um, even changed my running outfit because the shorts and, you know, running tank I had on were, like, literally drenched. She wasn't ready. She had, you know, just gotten up. She's still in her pajamas, still drinking her first cup of coffee. And she's like, well, you know, what do you want to do? You know, six is still a lot. And it's just getting hotter because the day's going on. I said, well, I want to finish. Like, I have to finish this run. Like, I need to, like, for myself. Part of it is because last year I was going to run the marathon and I got injured. I got injured on my 16-mile run. And so for me, kind of like mentally was I need to complete this run. I even ran the same... um course the same path as i did last year where i got injured so it was like a mental barrier to get past she's like well if you want to go out and do a few then you can come back and pick me up and you know go do three then come get me we'll do the last three together and I, i went out i got like a mile and a half in and it was it was i was not feeling it my legs felt so heavy i was so tired and i text her i was just like i'm so tired and she put, well, come on back, come home, you know, listen to your body. You don't want to hurt yourself and, you know, make more damage. 
so I came home, and at this point, I actually had hit 13 miles. Um, and I kind of looked at her, and she's like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, I'll go with you. Like, she was ready. She was ready to go run. She had a running outfit on, all that stuff. And I'm like, she's like, we can go do, you know, a mile or two miles. And I'm like, no, if I go out, like, I want to finish this. I want to do the 16 I'm set out for. And we did. And it was slow. I told her, you know, go without me. Like, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of walking, a lot of slow, I'm going to call it jogging. I, I say, never say that I'm a jogger, but I was jogging these last six miles. Um, or I'm sorry, these last three. And we did it together, though. And as we're, you know, first mile and a half with her, we're talking and all that. And then, you know, I was starting to feel, you know, that tiredness again where I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. And she's like, well, let's put our music on. So we put our music on, and I slugged through that last mile and a half. And even my neighbor, he pulled over at one point. He saw us walk, and I just put my hand up and kept going. Um, made a joke how rude I was to him. You know, but at that point, like, I just needed to get done. And the fact that my wife was there, even though we both had our headphones on, and she was running a little faster than me, I knew, like, I need to finish this for myself. But I know she's here. And then I got home, and... My daughter, who's 11, drew me a bath, threw some Epsom salt in him, and uh, had me, you know, rest in there. So why am I telling you this? Because during the, I would not have finished this run if it wasn't for my wife, even though we didn't talk the whole last three miles. Just knowing that she, we, we communicated and we talked the, at the beginning, and then knowing, and I told her, like, I just need to put my headphones on and go. She was still there supporting me, having my back. I finished. Coming home, my daughter drawing me the bath, Epsom salt, all that. She asked me if I'm okay. Part of my crew, right? So I'm telling you this because when that excitement dies down, when things start to, you start to feel that pull, that drag in education that I was already starting to feel on Thursday and Friday, you know you're not alone. Josh and I always talk about you've got a crew. You've got that crew behind you. Rely on them. There's going to be times you need them with you side by side. And there's times like today on my run where you just need to know that they're there. They need to be in sight, but you're still fighting on your own. So rely on your crew. That's what I want to reflect on. Don't let that pull pull you too far. Don't go to those dark spots where we lose that fire that we had for why we're here to change the lives of students. You know, they need us at our best and we can't always be at our best by ourselves. We need our crew. So please rely on them. You've got me, you've got Josh, you've got people in your halls and your buildings in your district. You have people all across the world. Reach out on social media. We're here for you. I'm here for you. All right, crew. That's my reflection. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you have a wonderful school year. We're here for you. Reach out. You can check us out on all the social medias. On Instagram, we are at, on Instagram and Twitter, we got the same one for both both social medias. It's at Punk Classrooms. You can find me at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can find Josh at Josh R. Buckley. Uh, we got the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. We got all our episodes. We got blogs. We got guest blogs. We got merch. Um, there's a link. You can check out my book, The Edge of Culture Cookbook. Pick it up. 
And follow me on social media. I'm an athletic brewing ambassador. I got discount codes. You can get great quality craft non-alcoholic beers at a discounted price. I got those on Twitter. Throw them out every once in a while. And um, what would be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I didn't tell you what I'm listening to? And it just dropped Friday. I've been listening to that new Black Bear record, um, In Loving Memory, I think it's called. Uh, it's kind of like his take of what Machine Gun Kelly did and kind of doing like a, you know, a punky rock album. You know, he, he started off in a pop punk band. So kind of going back to his roots. Um, it's growing on me, crew. I'll tell you that much. It's growing on me. Um, but yeah, Black Bear. All right, crew. We will see you at the show. I'm going for a walk. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and a podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.